This is the World of Sports Network presentation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Welcome to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. And we're going to be on episode number 14. And we're going to be doing our NFL Week 14. And we have an absolutely crowded show, man. And I'm excited. So we're going to start off talking about the Super Bowl champion. Obviously, they, they're the champs. So we're going to discuss that game versus the Miami Dolphins. And then from that, we have to talk about the guy that have all the Super Bowls in Tom Brady and against the Minnesota Vikings. And I'd like to talk a little bit about the Texans and the Bears. It's something I want to mention that might intrigue you guys. And I want to bring out bring, and talk about the AFC South, man. The Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts, man. I think they have the recipe of, for success, man. And then we got to talk about Jalen Hurts winning his first start as a quarterback, man. And the Washington football team. We have an absolutely loaded show, man. This is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. It's Monday, December 14th. Roll the... Tape, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is the G to the U to the R to the U? We're gonna get right to it, man. So the first thing on the docket we're gonna discuss is the Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. And my yay, yo, baby. My man, Ricky Rose and company, man. You know what I'm saying? Gangster don't die. They get old and go retire and go to Miami. Y'all don't know about that, young fellas. Only all the gangsters go to Miami, man. And the gurus got gangsters, so I'm going to go to Miami. And you know who else is a gangster? The freaking Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. They're gangsters, man. And they went to Miami, baby. So, man, watching this game, watching this game, they kind of, when I was watching this game, it kind of reminded me uh, of the Golden State Warriors. Like, the Kansas City Chiefs remind me of the Golden State Warriors. Like, real talk. I know NBA season is coming up, man. I was really watching it, but they remind me of the different Golden State Warriors, man. Uh, the 2016 Golden State Warriors, the, the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors. You all remember that team? Yes, man. I'm talking about uh, Steph Curry is, is the Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Mahomes, Steph Curry. Those are the guys of the team, right? And then the, the, the Tyreek Hill is the Klay Thompson. You know, the Bash brothers. The, the equivalent is Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. That's the equivalent of the Bash brothers. You know what I'm saying? With Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Travis Kelsey. That's the um, Draymond Green. So this team, it remind me of the Golden State Warriors. But the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors. Not the 2015 Warriors that won the championship. No, 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 no. This reminds me of the team that won the defending champions that came back to defend the championship. You know, there's a particular reason why. There's a reason why this team reminds me of that. It's this, it's about a little, this team have an arrogance about them. Yes. It's a little arrogance about them. Even from the preseason with the Kansas City Chiefs, what did you hear about them? I heard it. I heard it from all the guys. We have a dynasty. We could do all this. We could win one, not one, not two, not three. We could win championships. There's a sense of a little arrogance about them. And it's a well-earned arrogance. It's not like it's a, you know, it's a, it's just a, it's a nasty arrogance. No, 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 no. It's a well-earned arrogance. It's a success arrogance. It's a success. It's one of those arrogance you get when you're successful. That's the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Just like the Golden State Warriors. But when you have that kind of success, the games become easy. What I'm noticing with the Kansas City Chiefs, especially this year, man, the game is easy for them, man. It's like they go in the game, they know they're better than their opponent. It's no question. They know, no, they know, they know that. They know they could be down by 10. They could be down by 17. They could be down by any point. They could sleepwalk for half a quarter. 
and still win the game. They have that in their mindset. And that's scary. That's a good thing and a bad thing, but it's also a scary situation. Especially for a young team like this. Been going through that process of having a dynasty. Having a process of a dynasty because this is a young team. It's a young team. This is not an old dynasty. It's a young team. Just like the Golden State Warriors, they were a young dynasty. And they had to go through that hiccups. When they won the championship, they went through that hiccups by going 73-9 and nine and lost. There's a, there's a wrinkle in this Kansas City team, man. There's a wrinkle. And I know what it is. I know what it is. Y'all stay tuned. In about, in about what, 15, maybe 12, 13 minutes from now, I'm going to show y'all the wrinkles from this Kansas City teams. In about 10, 15 minutes or so, I'm going to, y'all stay tuned. I'm going to tell y'all why that this team definitely reminds me of that Golden State Warriors. Why they're not going to win the championship. There's a wrinkle, and it's because of just the successful arrogance. They believe they could win any game at any time, anywhere. They believe they could be down by 20 and still come back. This game against the Miami Dolphins, this was a beautiful game. It was a playoff atmosphere game, man. And this game was a startup game. They went against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are a startup team, dog. If y'all don't realize, man, like last year, like the Dolphins were tanking. Y'all remember that? Like, this team is not no championship team. And they went against and played their heart out against the champion, the champion, who was so-called, you know, their players said it in their own mouth in the preseason, how they have a dynasty. You know what I'm saying? They have a dynasty. They got, they're going to win champ, not one, not two, not three. That's what they said. Trust me, I heard that from their own mouth, man. Sammy Watkins. They went through the whole media. I heard all of them. Y'all heard it? Shit, we were all in quarantine. We had nothing else to do but hear all this stuff, man. Trust and believe. <laughs> Trust and believe. I love the Chiefs, man. But sometimes, man, you know what I'm saying? There's an old adage, man. Sometimes, man, you got to bump your head, man, to learn your lesson. You got to bump your head. And what's going to happen to the Chiefs and what could be the best thing to happen to the Chiefs is just like the Golden State Warriors when they went 73-9 and and bumped their head is you need that because that was going to make you better. And I don't see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl this year because they need this bump in the head. It's because they're that confident in themselves and they're lacking certain things. I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to see when they get exposed. We're going to see when they get exposed what they're lacking. But they definitely don't look, don't look like a championship winning team. They have a championship predicate. No, they look like a champ, like a winner. Just like the Warriors. Let me take that back. But it's just a certain thing. It's just, it, you could just see it, man. That's why they call me the guru. I could just see it. And in about 10, 20 minutes from now, I will let y'all know about this specifically couple of teams that I think that could give that Kansas City Chiefs dynasty a little, a little rank. In the armor. Now, from the Chiefs dynasty to the guy that's been the whole dynasty of football, man. You know what I'm saying? To the guy that owns football, basically, Mr. Tom Brady. I want to transition to the to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Minnesota Vikings. What a game. What a game. I kind of expect. That was an expected game for me, man. So when I was watching this game, it was kind of funny, right? It took me back. It took me back because when I was a kid, you're a millennial. I don't know if you all might know this, man, but I'm giving you all a story, man. Uncle Guru is going to give you a little story. When I was a kid, man, I used to watch cartoons. You know, y'all might call it animations now, man. You know, you're a millennial. And I watch animations, but we call it cartoons back in my days. You know what I'm saying? There's this one cartoon that I used to watch. I used to love. It was called Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Man, I love me some Pla Captain Planet, man. So Captain Planet was basically this guy, this superhero that fights pollution. You know what I'm saying? But the, re the, re the only way Captain Planet could come together and be powerful is you got to have a group of people, a group of kids that have power, different rings. But the rings have to come together to form a Captain Planet. 
You know what I'm saying? This kind of remind me of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. And Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like Captain Planet. But you need the rings to come together, man. You need the running game. You need the protection from the offensive line. You need Brady. You need uh, Tom Brady. I, I mean, no, uh, Bruce Arians. My bad. You need Bruce Arians to step off and let Brady be Brady. You know what I'm saying? You need Brady to take over this team and let him be him. And that's what happened after the bye week. The most prepared, the most prepared athlete of all time, probably at this sport, man. Tom Brady had a bye week, and they came back strong. And this guy became efficient. This was an efficient, efficient game by Tom Brady, man. Just like Captain Planet, man, when you put everything together, earth, wind, fire, water, ah, as your power combined, it forms Captain Planet. When you put everything together for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, you know what I'm saying? You put the running game with Ronald Jones, man. You put the running game there. Brady only what? What was the numbers? Brady only attempted 23 passes, man. That's what you need. That's the recipe right there. 23 passes. They ran the ball 33 times, man. That's what you need to form Captain Planet. You need earth. You need fire. You need wind. You need water. You need heart. You know what I'm saying? That's what you need. And when you put all those together, you're going to have Captain Planet, and he's going to save the day, man. Captain Planet is going to come and wipe pollution down to zero. When you give Brady a running game, when you give Brady protection, when you give Brady time, when you give Brady opportunity to call his plays, man, when you give Brady time for preparation, which he all had, man, I don't care if it's the Minnesota Vikings. I don't care if it's uh, one of the characters from Captain Planet who's trying to cause pollution. I don't care who it is. When all those powers combine, they will form Captain Planet, a.k.a. Tom Brady. And he will erase all the skank and the pollution. And that's what he did. He erased the Minnesota Vikings for that. W. Man, y'all kids don't know about Captain Planet, man. That was my show. That was my show, man. It takes pollution down to zero. <laughs> oh, man. Brady's Captain Planet, man. Hey, man, y'all send that check. Who makes Captain Planet? Is it Disney? I don't even know what it is, man. But send that check, though. This ain't free. This is America, man. Capitalistic nation, baby. I'm a capitalist, baby. That's what my ID said. United States of America. A natural capitalist. <laughs> Speaking of capitalists, man. I want to talk about the Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears. And the reason why I want to talk about it is I don't care about the score who won. I, didn't, I don't even care about it. I didn't even care about that. What, when I was watching that, what was striking me was like, man. If Matt Nagy get fired and everybody else got fired, what, 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 which job is the best coaching job would you take as a coach, man? And then when I was thinking about that, I was like, wow. And then obviously I was looking at the Houston Texans. And I'm like, oh my goodness, bro. I think the Houston Texans might be the best job available because they have the best thing available which is a franchise quarterback a young franchise quarterback in his prime it's like think about it all the other jobs is going to be available bro all the other jobs is going to be available you might look at okay, okay you can look at the uh, uh anthony linda get fired yeah but we all know he's going to go get fired yeah you like justin herbert and company yeah that's a good situation but right now it's justin herbert Deshaun Watson? I don't think so. I'll say we all know who take Deshaun Watson over Justin Herbert right now. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. It's like, look at the other jobs, man. Who? Which other jobs? Like the New York Jets. We, who who you going to have over there? You're going to have a rookie quarterback. You're going to have a rookie quarterback. The Jags. You're going to have a rookie quarterback. 
What is the best coaching situation you want to be in, man? And frankly, the Houston Texans, man, I'm about to hook you all up, man. I'm about to hook you all up, man. Y'all better go to Nashville, baby. Y'all better go to Nashville, and y'all better go do what y'all got to do to get Arthur Smith into Texans, man, because that's going to be like peanut butter jelly, man. That's a marriage waiting to happen, baby. I'm talking about, look at what my man Arthur Smith is doing to Tannehill for the last two years, man. Ryan Tannehill is a $100 million quarterback, dog. Like, for real, for real. Like, we talking about, like, Ryan Tannehill is a top 15 quarterback in this league. And I ain't even joking. I'm saying that with a straight face, homie. With a straight face. And do you know why that is, man? It's because of Arthur Smith and his development, bro. Y'all better stop it, man. Y'all better stop it, man. The Indianapolis Colts. They didn't overthink it, man, when they went uh, when they went with Frank Wright, man. You saw the and you saw what it was what the Philadelphia Eagles, you saw their play call, you saw what was going on. You see what's going on in Tennessee, man. You see what's going on in Tennessee. My man Arthur Smith is doing it. And he could do wonders for, for my man Deshaun Watson, man. And most importantly, man, this dude knows the landscape of the division, man. This dude know the landscape of the AFC South. Please, what are y'all? Your, your, the Houston Texans. Y'all better don't overthink this situation, bro. Like the guru is just throwing y'all an easy breezy one here, man. I'm just throwing y'all a nugget right here, a freebie. Next time, I'm going to tax y'all, man. Y'all better go to Nashville and do what you got to do. Talk to Arthur Smith. Talk to his wife. Talk to his mom. Talk to his pop. You better talk to the whole family, man, and let them know. You better let them know. Everything is big in Houston and in Texas, dog. You better let them know, man. It's an easy, easy trip, man. It's a seamless transition, man. You have the perfect job. You're going to inherit Deshaun Watson. Ask your boy. You know what? Listen, look at your boy. Look at what Green Bay did. Green Bay went to Nashville and got my man LaFleur. And look what LaFleur inherited. A franchise quarterback, bro. I mean, we already saw the blueprint, man. It's a no-brainer. Green Bay went and went to Nashville. They went to Tennessee, man, Tennessee. And they went to get LaFleur. Houston. Texans. Y'all go to Nashville and y'all go get Arthur Smith for this young fella, Deshaun Watson, because he deserve it, man. You deserve it, man. It ain't no money going. It don't cost nothing. Y'all got paper, man. Arthur Smith designed with this creativity and look at and, and Deshaun Watson is even more mobile than um Ryan Tannehill. Come on, bro. Y'all see what I'm seeing over here, man. Man, I got to create a consultant firm for this one, man. This is this might be too good to be true for y'all, man. This might be too good to be true, man. Don't overthink this situation over here, Houston. Don't overthink this situation, man. Don't overthink it, man. And y'all are welcome, man. I got to talk about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> the new starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, man. And it's like, it just seemed right. It just seemed absolutely right that Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback for the field. Don't it seem right? I don't know about y'all. Like, I, I'm not trying. Just listen to me here, man. In my time of growing up watching the Philadelphia Eagles, right? I'm talking about my time. I ain't talking about the 70s uh, and all that, 80s and 60s and all that. No, I don't care about that. Since the time they let black people play football, all right? You know what I'm saying? Since desegregation, that's the only time I care about. All that other time I don't care about, right? Since desegregation time. When I talk about Philadelphia, when I look about Philadelphia, when I see the type of quarterback they got, I'm sorry to say, man, in my eyes, what I see, what looks comfortable, I got to see a black quarterback, man. I just got to see a black quarterback. You're like, guru, what are you talking about? We have Ron Jaworski. We have this. We have, I know. I'm just talking about my time, dog. I'm talking about my time, the, the, the successful quarterback I've seen for Philly, and I'm an NFC East guy. I'm from the NFC East, bro. I'm from the I-95 corridor, baby. So I know what I'm talking about, Slim. 
I know what I'm talking about. I'm from Chocolate City, baby. From the Randall Cunningham, man. Randall Cunningham, African-American quarterback, successful quarterback in Philly. So, so the ones that, who Mr. All-Philly himself, Donovan McNabb. You know what I'm saying? One of the longest successful tenureship quarterbacks in Philadelphia history. African-American. You know what I'm saying? And then you add Mike Vick after that. Michael Vick had one of the, uh, one of the most comeback seasons of any athlete, of any sport, considering what he's been through in Philadelphia, man. It's like, I, and now you have Jalen Hurts wearing that number two. It just look right, man. I'm not, I don't know why it just look right in my eyes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm accustomed to seeing, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like if, you know, like old, old white man in America, they're probably accustomed to seeing, you know, white quarterbacks their whole life. They're like, what's going on? You know, like me seeing the Philadelphia Eagles from the early 90s, man, to the 2000s, to the now, man. When I see <laughs> Jalen Hurts, bro, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, you know what, man? This kind of look, it, it, it looks, it looks normal. It looks right, man. It looks, it looks like it fits. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you have that, that fits, the hat or the outfit, you're like, you know, it fits just nice and perfect. It looks good. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying that. The only thing I'm saying is, with my eyes, I was in squinting. I'm like, hmm, this, this look, this look good. It's just certain city that it just, it is what it is. And there's certain city, I can't see an African-American quarterback. I just can't envision it. I can't see a Green Bay. It's just, I can't imagine that in Green Bay. It probably could happen, but I haven't seen no successful one in Green Bay. So I can't even say that. I'm like, well, Green Bay? No, it's just, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Indianapolis, I don't know, dog. Jacoby Bruce, I know. It don't, I, don't, I can't see. When I think about Indianapolis, I don't think about an African-American quarterback, dog. It just don't look right. But when I think about Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, and the starting NFL quarterback and the prototype, <laughs> man, I don't know what the numbers is. I bet you Philadelphia probably got more black quarterbacks than any team, dog. <laughs> I bet you if you combine all the black quarterback winnings, all of them winning, dog, I don't even know the numbers, but somebody please, if you all know these numbers, DM me or something, man, and go chat and let me find out, man. Check out of all the African-American quarterbacks, all their wins, combine all their wins. I bet you the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles organization got more African-American quarterback wins than any organization in the NFL. That's just what, hey, you all better stat check me. I'm just going by the eye test, dog. And what my eyes have told me from the 90s to the 2000s, dog, to the now. That's what my eyes tell me, dog. And Jalen Hurts, hey, he just fits what always happened in Philly, man. <laughs> oh, man. We'll be right back after this station identification. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network yes sir yes sir yes sir man i want to say like yes sir y'all know what that is man you got to say like that's how they say it like in the in like my japanese friends man they, always, they talk with their with their stomach man like yes sir you know what i'm saying you got to say with you yes sir y'all know about that man anyways man i want to talk about my cheesehead friends, man. You know, I got friends everywhere, baby. I'm like Jay-Z, man. You remember Jay-Z and his song, Girls, 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 Girls All Over the World? Yeah, man. Yeah, I got friends all over the world, man. But I want to talk about my friends in Wisconsin over there, man. I got friends in Wisconsin, man. I got some African friends over there in Milwaukee. 
Yeah, man, I got some African friends in, in Milwaukee, man, some East Africans, man. You know what I'm saying? They all love Yanis and all that stuff. Man, anyways, so when I was talking to my East Africans, man, I was Zooming them. You know, they we, we Zoom out here, us Africans. If y'all want to know, we use Zoom too, dial. I was doing Zoom. We, we stepped our game up from WhatsApp. Yeah, dog. Anyways. I was zooming my cheesehead friends, man, because we always talk. Because they're like, they always like, man, goo, you always talking crap about Aaron Rodgers and all this. And I'm like, you know what, dog? You know what, dog? The Green Bay Packers won the NFC North once again. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Surprise, surprise. Green Bay Packers won the NFC North. Oh, please. Who can see that, man? Who in the right? Come on, man. I don't have to be the good. You know who's watching me right now and who's listening right now. You guys pick the Green Bay Packers. Even the Chicago Bears fans. Even the division. Oh, guys. The, I know every Detroit Lions fans pick the Green Bay Packers. I know the Bears fans pick the Green Bay Packers. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers owned this division. This dude is the king of the North, man. This man owns the North, dog. And I give it to him. I give it to Aaron Rodgers, dog. He runs that division. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But that don't mean Green Bay Packers is some world beaters. I still don't respect the Packers, man. And my, my, my buddies over there like, you still don't respect. What do we need to do for you to respect this guru? What's, you know, we got the little African accent. What do we need to do? What do we need to do for me to respect you, guru? What? And I'm like, look, man. I'm like, look, my boo too. You know what I'm saying? Look, my boo too. I can't really say his real name, man. But look, my boo too, because, you know, I don't want to get him out here, man. I don't want to make him famous. So I'm gonna just give him a, a fake name. It's not. It's not really Mobutu. It's a fake name, man. <laughs> so I'm like, look, Mobutu, man, bro. You know why I don't respect the cheese? Because you know I don't respect the cheese head. It's like every time I eat cheese, you know what I'm saying? And I used to eat cheese with, with, with a toothpick. Yeah, I'm bougie. And whenever time I take that toothpick and I put it in the middle of the cheese, dog, it's so soft in the middle, dog. It's soft. And that's like my favorite part of the cheese. And when I look at the Green Bay Packers, you know what I'm saying? And I use my Microsoft, my eyes, you know what I see inside? Man, I see soft, man. Defensively, they are soft. And they're supposed to win the division. They play against Matthew Stafford for 10 years. Play against, I don't even know who Minnesota's quarterback is every couple of years, man. The Chicago, come on, bro. This has been the most dysfunctional division in the last 10 years. This and the AFC East. But the difference is the New England Patriots took advantage of the dysfunction of that division. The Green Bay Packers didn't take advantage. Oh, they go 7 and 10. And then what? And then what? At least the, at least the New England Patriots get home field advantage and go to the Super Bowl. Because of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and I tell my friend Mobutu, the reason why I don't care y'all won the division, because y'all supposed to win the division. Look who's in your division, bruh. Y'all supposed to win the division title. Hell, y'all won, what, seven of the last ten years? You should have been ten out of ten, man. The Patriots won the division for 20 years. You know, so I, I, they might have lost it one or two times. I don't know. But I, from what I remember, the Patriots seemed like they won the division from, from 2001 to 2020, dog. Seriously. Man, we all know how weak that division is, man. So get out of here, Green Bay Packers, man. Get out of here. I know y'all love that, won the division. But that don't mean nothing, man. Y'all still ain't going to the Super Bowl, man. And that's what I kept telling my, my African brothers from Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry, though. I like, I still like cheese, though. I like soft cheese. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That don't mean I don't like it. But you know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna be my Super Bowl meal. I'm not gonna eat cheese in for Super Bowl. I, you know what I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get me some chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? And the Packers ain't no wings, man. It's just a bunch of cheese heads. <laughs> oh man. 
from cheese head to some hard head. I'm transitioning because I'm tired of all this soft talking like I'm light skin or something. Now I'm dark skin, baby, all that soft talking. I'm dark skin out here, man, from soft talk to talk. Let's talk about physicality, baby. Let's talk about the AFC South. Let's talk about my Tennessee Titans, baby. Let's talk about the Titans, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the physical things we could do. Let's talk about the Titans. Yo, send out record label deal, baby. Y'all don't know about that, man. If y'all know that song, y'all DM me, man. You let me know if y'all know that song. I'll give y'all a prize. <laughs> So, I told you earlier, right, the Kansas City Chiefs remind me of the Golden State Warriors 73-9 and team. I told you guys about that earlier, right? So, this is why I told you about that. Because the AFC South, I think, got the two teams that could give the Kansas City Chiefs a run for their money. And I think they match up well against the Chiefs, and I don't think the Chiefs wants to see these teams, though. I don't think the Chiefs want to see the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts, but mostly the Tennessee Titans, man, because of the physicality. I'm talking about the Tennessee Titans, they go lift weights, man. They eat barbells, dog. The Kansas City team, Chiefs, they're a finesse team. They're a finesse team, dog. It's like the, the, the Tennessee Titans are the, are the type of team, you know those guys you know, those people you know when you see their keychains and you see like um, Gold's Gym. Or LA Fitness in the keychain, you like, oh yeah, those those guys, oh yeah, they eat barbells, baby. Oh yeah, they go to the gym. You could just tell. It's like they have the keychain. You like, yeah, ain't no way you gonna put that. You see that? Then you you see that, and they wear clothes so as accentuate. They go to the gymnast. Man, the Tennessee Titans look. Even the jersey they wear, man, the arms, everything. They look like they go to the gym. They haven't missed a gym day yet, cause they're physical physicality and then the, the kansas city chiefs you know who they remind me of they remind me of you know what i'm saying you have those co-workers at lunch you at lunch in the cafeteria or something at your lunch work you know and then all of a sudden they bring the tupperware you know what i'm saying they bring the healthy food you're like what is that they say food you haven't even heard of you can't even pronounce it like salami mixed with some uh, anchovy is there's some words you can't even sound like some Greek word you're like man, what are you talking about dog this ain't no food yes it's some food stuff it's like they're like the exotic you know what I'm saying the Chiefs are exotic exotic car man they're beautiful they're like sunshine you know what I'm saying and you know what beautiful don't like you know what sunshine don't like they don't like a loud, aggressive bully. And that's the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts, dog. Because they like to run the ball. They don't like to pass the ball. Now the Tennessee, the, the, um, the Chiefs, they like to um, they like speed, dog. You know what I'm saying? They like to zoom, get on the highway, go shoot three-pointers, man. They like to go 100 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? They like to, uh, they like Floyd Mayweather, they like to... Jab and weave. Boom. Nah, home slice. Not the AFC South squad, man. King Henry. It's like I tell people, right? How do you defeat the champion? It takes a king to take down a king. And the Tennessee Titans got a king. And his name is King Henry. Uh, uh, uh. The king represented, man. My man is, you know what time it is, in December, in January time. That man's getting 26 to 30 carries, over 200 yards a pop. King Henry is going to give the Kansas City Chiefs problem. You know why? Because they've seen the Chiefs before, dog. Just like I told you, this 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors, man, you know why they lost? Because guess what? LeBron has seen that team before. The year previously, LeBron and them lost to that team, and LeBron is like, you know what? Okay. Okay. I felt that punch before. I know what you could do. And the Tennessee Titans, oh, last year, y'all might forget. I might have to remember because actually, y'all might forget. I might have to remind you of them Titans. They went to the AFC Championship last year, homie. You all might, you all might forgot. 
They went to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs, dog. And you almost forgot. They jumped on the Chiefs last year, dog. Yes, the Chiefs did what they did, but they jumped on the Chiefs. And this year, dog, this year, oh, mercy. They got the squad, man. Because like I said, it takes a king to take down the king. And the Titans got a king in King Henry. Man, I love the Tennessee Titans, man. Physicality, man. Every time I talk about them, I get all physical. I just, like, just want to, like, unbutton. Like, I just want to just, I want to get in the weight room, dog. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know, it's like, I, I feel like the Tennessee Titans, like, you got other teams, like, they're receiving core, like, um, Davis and, 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 and A.J. Brown. And Derrick Henry, like, I could just see those other guys. You see receivers after practice. They go to the jug machine. Ah, ah, ah. Nah, those guys, nah, nah. They go to the weight room, dog. They go they go lift weights, dog. Told you, look at the keychain, man. I guarantee you, man. I guarantee their keychain got a gym membership card on their keychain. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. And I bet you look at uh, 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 um, the Kansas City Chiefs, I guarantee Tariq Hills, Patrick Mahomes, I bet you they have some like yoga specialists. I guarantee you, they, bet they'll, they'll, they eat kale. They eat kale. They go to Whole food. I guarantee you, man. It's just a different matchup, baby. And I love me some steak. I don't eat that vegetarian nonsense, man. Remember, tighten up. To all my Titans over there, man. Tighten up, baby. <laughs> oh, man. And real quick, we're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I got to talk about my Washington football team, man. Before we go on break, real quick, I got to give a little props, man. I got to give props. Once again, real quick. Xavier Howard's defensive player of the year. Why not? Defensive player of the year. This is... Monday Morning Football with the Guru. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all don't forget, on the YouTube, y'all hit that subscribe button. Subscribe, man. Hey, I'm loving what's been going on with the channel, by the way. And you guys on the podcast, man. Y'all, let me hear some review. I want to hear some. Y'all help that podcast going up, man. Put that podcast up. Let me know. Send me some messages or something. You know what I mean? Y'all know the drill. Hey, but you know who don't know this drill? What's going on right now in Washington? As a Washington football team guy, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, but I'm a Washington football team. This is the guru started on football because, you know, from the DMV. You know what I'm saying? I know football because of the Washington football team, man. And right now, I'm a proud, proud fan of the Washington football team, man. Because for the first time in a long time, we have a professional team, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even talking about the players. I'm not even talking about the Chase Youngs, the Alex Smith. I'm not even focusing on that, man. Because before all that happens, man, you got to have leadership, man. It starts from the top. You got to have leadership, man. And for the first time in a long time, man, we are professionals, man. Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, we have a professional coaching staff that's running the team, dog. We have guys that made men, like self-made men, dog. Like, it feels so good to watch the Washington football team and know and know what, we're, what we, the product I'm going to see. Like, I know what product I'm going to see in it. I, it's like, as a fan, you know how long it is to say that? To say it's like when you watch the football team, you don't know what type of product you're going to get. I know that. I'm seeing the culture build. I'm seeing his mold just like that. Our coaching staff, just like the man, a man of man in Ron Rivera, a man of man in Jack Del Rio. I'm seeing that, man. I am seeing that with the injury that happened with Alex Smith and seeing um, Dwayne Haskins coming in. You all remember the debacle with Dwayne Haskins. But this team right here, because you have leadership, you have professionals, you got guys, guys that know what they're doing. 
You see how they handled that. And Dwayne Haskins came in and he looked prepared. He didn't look rattled. He didn't look like, he didn't look like, you know what I mean? You could tell we have a coaching staff in Washington, man. You know what I mean? We have a coaching staff. Yes, we have five and seven or six and whatever the record is. I don't even care about that. Yes, we're in first place. I don't even care about that. I'm just liking and I'm enjoying what's being built as far as the culture set, man. As far as the professionalism. We haven't had this in Washington in 20-something years, man. The last time we had this was the second, uh, the second time of um, Joe Gibbs. We have accountability. We see, I see it. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. And as a Washington football fan, man, man, it feels good. It feels proud. You make, it feels proud, man. You were proud to say that. We are a Washington football team fan, man, because of our product, because we have Ron Rivera leading our organization. Jack Del Rio, man, and our hometown boy, Scott Turner, man. I love what the ensemble we have in Washington. I love the ensemble. And as a guy all the way out here in the Pacific Northwest, I still didn't lose my ties, baby. And my tie and my blood is burgundy and gold. And I'm proud to say I'm a Washington football team fan. I want to talk about the, the Saints-Eagles game and the Steelers and the Bills. This team's out here, the New Orleans Saints and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what did I call them, man? Those, those those guys are, those teams are fake, dog. Like, they're, they're, they're the counterfeit. You know when you have a counterfeit dollar, they look so real, like, in the in, in people's eyes, like, you in the normal people's eyes, you know, just normal people, they could just, you could just go to the store and you could just use it, counterfeit. You, don't, you can't even tell between a counterfeit $100 bill you got to use the, the marker, but if you don't have that marker, you know what I'm saying, that little marker you got to press on the $20 to make sure it's not counterfeit. You know what? Guess what? Man, I put this marker on the New Orleans Saints. I put this marker on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my goodness, dog. You know what I saw? Counterfeit. Those teams are fake, dog. It's counterfeit, and I'm calling the authorities on them. I'm calling the authorities. Man, look at it. This is counterfeit, baby. I'm calling the authorities. And they got to go straight to jail, man, because they fooled us, man. They fooled all of us. The New Orleans sin coming in there. They fooled us as the number one seed coming in in the NFC. The Pittsburgh Steelers coming in as the number one seed in the AFC. Oh, my goodness, was it counterfeit. But you know what? The guru, guess what? I took my pen out, baby. I took my pen out, my marker out. I'm like, let me see this $100 bill. Slash, hold up, man. This don't look like a real $100 bill. Look at the mark. No, sorry, Bob. No Pittsburgh Steelers. That don't look right. Let me see the other $100 bill. I use my marker. No, that is wrong. That's why I carry my marker with me. Because for the counterfeit. Because I know people carry counterfeit money, baby. There are counterfeit teams in the NFL, man. And the guru is got his marker for y'all. And the two teams I'm checking out. The New Orleans Saints. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are the counterfeit of the 2020 NFL season, man. I'm talking about this is straight counterfeit from somewhere in Malaysia, somewhere in Asia, somewhere in Taiwan, somewhere in the Philippines. There's some counterfeit. I'm telling y'all, man. Hey, it's so good. It's somewhere in Nigeria, dog. This is the biggest and best counterfeit you could do. I'm talking about it's Asian-made counterfeit, dog. The best counterfeit you could have in the world. They're so good, man. You thought they were number one. You look and even tell you like Pittsburgh is the best team in the AFC. New Orleans is the best team in the NFC. Oh, my God. It's nobody. I got my marker. And the guru just called them out. Straight counterfeit 
teams. I want to talk about the team that's not counterfeit real quick, man. You know, with the new IPOs, with the DoorDash and Airbnb, you know, just our new IPOs coming out. So it got me thinking about, you know, the teams for 2021, man. There's four teams in the NFL that were, that's going to be, that's going to blow up in 2021. There's four teams, dog, that's going to blow up. And I need y'all to get your investment ready, man. And y'all better get ready. Y'all know it, man. I'm going to start the team number one. And this is no particular order, man. The Carolina Panthers with Matt Rule going to blow up. They're going to blow up, man. The defense is coming together, man. They're getting the identity, man. Jeremy Chin and them guys making plays, man. You know, offensively, we already know what they are, man. Another year with, with this team, with the coaching staff, watch out for the Carolina Panthers, man. They're definitely one of the teams that start on the rise. 2021. Another team, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm telling you, my man John Gruden, Mike Mayer, those guys are building a team right here, man. They're developing talent. Obviously, they just fired Paul Gunther. So defensively, they got to get it together, man. They got the talent. They got the scheme together, man. Watch out for this, man. They're going to stick with Derek Carr. This team right here, the Las Vegas Raiders, they will be a team of stock on the rise next year. And they'll be a playoff team. The Minnesota Vikings, Mike Zimmer and company. We all know Kirk Cousins, man. Trust me, I know Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is one of those guys that go to the playoff. Check his stats every other year, man. Next year is that next year is going to the playoff. My man Mike Zimmer is a player development king, dog. And that young team, the young DBs, the young defensive guys, he didn't even have Daniel Hunter this year, man. They're going to develop pass rushes again next year. And that young secondary, we all know the most improvement is from year one to year two. That jump. And it's those young guys going to make that jump. And I expect the Minnesota Vikings, their stock will be rising in 2021 and with Dalvin Cook. And lastly, the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins stock is going to be ridiculously rising going into 2021, man. Tua is getting his experience right now. And they're probably going to have the best defense in all of football, man. Yes, this team right here, next year, this team is going to be the best defensive team in all of football. Because in every level of the they're going to have studs, man. I'm talking about they're going to have studs. Let me repeat that. For going into 2021, these are the four teams, man, the four hot stocks. Just because of, you know, the Airbnb and, and the DoorDash stocks that happened this week, man, that went to IPO. So I got to talk about these four teams. That's for 2021 stocks, man, for the NFL. The Carolina Panthers, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Miami Dolphins. Those are the four stars, man. I'm telling you, those teams, all those teams, they lost this week. And I looked at them. I'm like, man, next year, they're going to the playoff. Y'all go ahead. Future bet that. Take that to the back, man. You know, the guru likes giving out props, man. It's like, I want to pass out. I want to call it the flower ceremony. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have the rose ceremony ceremony for the bachelorette. I want to give out my give out some flowers for the guys that did their thing, the team, the coaching staff, just individuals that did their thing, that earned that Flowers, baby. You know what I mean? Call me the flower guy. Flower guy, flower guy. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I don't even like roses, man. I don't like roses. I'm like a, I'm a tulip type of guy, man. Y'all know about them tulips, man? Two lips. Because I got two lips, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm a tulip type of guy. Yo. <laughs> Anyways, let me stop it, man. The guy that's, you know, I got two guys that's going to definitely get the, the 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 flower ceremony, man. I got to give props, man. So my man over here, Cliff Kingsbury, man. I know Cliff Kingsbury has been going through hell. I've been giving you hell the last few weeks. You know what I'm saying? I know Kyle has been hurt, but you guys went to New York Giants, man. You guys went to, from all the way Arizona, went back east in the cold, frigid New York. Going against a Patrick Graham defense has been on fire. I'm talking about this defense has been on fire. They just, you saw what the Giants just did to Russell Wilson, dog. And I'm talking about you guys went in there, had a splendid game plan, a very efficient game plan, a strong defensive game, man. And the Arizona Cardinals, man, I'm giving you guys definitely flowers for what y'all did in New York, man.
another guy that's getting the guru. You know, give me all those little flowers for, for having a great game. Money Mitch. Money Mitch Trubisky, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Money Mitch from the Chicago Bears, man. Money Mitch, we all saw what happened last week against the Detroit Lions, man. Fumble the ball, Lions came back, he lost again, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Money Mitch came back strong against the Houston Texans. Money Mitch is like, yeah, y'all, this is the reason why y'all drafted me over Deshaun Watson, homie. I see you, Money Mitch, dog. Money Mitch is like, man, he whooped on Deshaun Watson. So my what? Deshaun who? Yeah, dog. <laughs> I know you don't do it. I know Money Mitch don't get no flowers, man. I know he don't. But you know what? The guru is going to give you a props, man. I'll give you a props, man. And you get the flowers for this Sunday, baby. Oh, man. All right, man. I want to finish it up real quick, man, with my last thought. What I noticed. One, one key thing I noticed, right? Every team... That scored a special team. Like, you got to have a special team score. Like, if you score a special team touchdown, like, I've noticed that. If your team, you score a touch, special team touchdown or you give up a special team score, you're going to lose, dog. It's just what it is, dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, week 13, the New England Patriots, Gunnar Muskomsky, whatever his name is, that white boy, Gunnar, whatever his name is. You know what I'm saying? The guy that likes from, like, Eastern European and some crap. He got a poor return for a touchdown, man. And the Patriots swap the uh, um, the whoever they played, man. The Chargers. They had a block punt. It was just craziness. This game, man. The Chiefs got a punt return for a touchdown. The Denver Broncos got a punt return for a touchdown. It's just like you see a special team touchdown. Or what I've noticed, you see a special team touchdown, or you give up a special team touchdown. Oh, that is not a good situation, man. And now that's why they call that unit the special team, dog. That's why they call that team the special team. Because once you score that touchdown, that's a special score. And that for some reason, for some reason, a team never comes back for that, man. It never comes back for that, man. And that's what I noticed in week 14. You score a special team touchdown, you better cancel Christmas. It's over. Just like this Monday morning football. It's over. Y'all know the drill. Like this. Love this. Share this. And I'm out.